Yo, what's good, sneaker and hype family? You are now locked into another episode of the number one pod sneaker podcast. That is. Numero uno. That's right, with your brothers, Sharon. Yo. You. What it is. And myself, no Chris this week. This is another episode of For the Love of Hype. Gentlemen, we are in a very, very interesting time and this is going to be a very very interesting podcast uh if it's anything like pre-production it's going to be hilarious uh but i know there's also going to be some uh deep serious shit that we're going to talk about today so normally for those that listen to the podcast we normally start off with some news uh that's not going to happen this week because we're going to close this out with something big and by what i mean by that is World. if you've been living under a rock don't know what the hell is going on uh, this is your wake up call for those that are aware. Uh, we're going to update you with some of the news that we know that's going on because it's pretty interesting. When Ju and I were just doing a podcast together, we introduced uh, podcast uh, Astroworld and what was coming next. And then Sharon and I kind of touched base on it again. And where we uh, <laughs> kind of are today is not where I thought we'd be after uh, the weekend that was supposed to be Astroworld, but we'll get into that. Uh, but before we get into our sneaker picks, gentlemen. How the fuck you doing? Doing well. Can't complain. How are you, Brandon? I'm uh I'm well. I'm well. Call of Duty Vanguard's got my life. I'm good. I'm good right now. Uh happy to see you guys. Happy to have uh both of you with us today. Well, uh, since nobody's gonna ask me. No, 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 no. I wasn't that wasn't done. Oh, <laughs> see, oh, you gotta you gotta I don't I always ask everybody <laughs> now. <laughs> Jew, how are you? <laughs> Uh, well, since no one was going to ask me, <laughs> I'm so good because oh, my stem player just arrived. And uh, Donda, 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 Donda. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like he was the one in the studio that said that, not the young lady. Um, speak, speak on your <laughs> stem player. Selena Johnson, by it. the way. Speak on your stem player. Yeah, I mean, uh, oh, man. So, again, at, we spoke about it when he announced it. Mm-hmm. It was this elusive, mysterious device. Uh, niggas wasn't really sure what it was going to do. I got it in my hands. I'm thoroughly impressed in the first five minutes of unboxing. It feels like... it feel, the, the texture of it feels what I would imagine one of these real doll sex girls feels like. <laughs> oh, my God. Now, what the what? fuck? It's like it's so soft. <laughs> It's so soft, but it's 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 rubber, but it's like so soft, you know, and it's like I feel like I could sit here and play with this thing all day. Um, So, yeah. Um, But yeah, man, and, and it's down to deluxe. First thing, as soon as I press play on it, I heard that leak joint with Andre 3000. Uh, I'm happy over here. So, yeah. Why was that? Why so? Going back to the first thing you said about how the way it feels, how Please. how. You know what you said it, <laughs> and it's it's odd because it makes you draw that comparison immediately because he made the the odd decision to make it like a flesh color uh, device, which is already kind of weird. But I'm digging it. I'm digging it. I but guarantee ninety eight percent of the people that actually purchased that that is not the first thing that they said when they touched this. Like, damn, this is probably what a sex doll feels like. Guaranteed I mean, listen, you could you could say that, but there's like a good 90 percent chance that Kanye 
as weird as he is, was like, yo, we got to get that that ultra soft, that crazy real sex doll uh, material because I never felt nothing softer. And I don't even know if this is really what they'd be using. I never actually felt one of them things, but I'd imagine this is something that would be like up that alley, you know. Ron, I'm going to say this right now. All right. I'm going to act as if Jew's not here. So I, I'm going to I'm going to talk about him as if he's oh, not here right now. Man. Ready? Hating on me. It's not a hate thing. See, you're, you're already jumping the gun and you don't even know where I'm going with it. So just listen, just sit, sit there and enjoy the ride real quick. Sharon. Yeah. You've listened to Jew's music before, right? It's wonderful. It is, right? Yes. Sometimes you ever think of like where his concepts go and like how he gets his concepts. Yeah, sometimes. I mean, sometimes right. I'll be with him when he'd be chopping it up. But yeah, yeah sometimes yeah, I'll be thinking, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know, like your favorite artists, they, they come up across you like, damn, how they really do that? And you're just like, what do they be thinking about? Like, this is how a song is created. How how Jew just went there. Like, it's it's so out of left field. And people, let's, let's put quotes on this, air quotes. Normal people would be like, what the fuck? is he talking about and probably would have shut the podcast off so those that are still listening we appreciate you. thank you <laughs> but Let me just say man <laughs> most, most people most people don't want to know and understand the uh the, the psyche of their favorite artists the uh, the paths that my brain goes in and the, yeah. the, mm-hmm. the way that my brain goes in in figure eights and loop de loop sometimes i don't no one envies this that's, that's, you know, he he further elaborated what I was saying, so I appreciate you for coming to my assistance there because that's exactly where I was going with it, and that's what artists do. They think of the most off the wall shit and create the most beautiful shit. So it was kind of a, a peek into your mind. See, I wasn't gonna. Dude, go too crazy. if any of your fans, uh, if any of your fans ever chop it up with you, like I feel like fifty percent of them would be shook by like if they were just if they were to just have like a. <laughs> You know, if they were to be in one of our like psych sessions or whatever, they'd be like, "Man, what? Myth man, different." (laughs) Uh Especially when it comes to like what I listen to. Like, as soon as that conversation comes up, I always end up with like a awkward pause in the conversation. I I mean, it doesn't it doesn't surprise me. I mean, there's a conversation that you were you were talking about uh, pre production about a particular person that we just spoke about, um, and that was on Drink Champs. I didn't get an opportunity to actually see it, Uh, Sharon. I know Drew watched it. Sharon, did you watch it? I watched a majority of it. And um, it's a, it was a good interview. I'll say that because what it just seems like Ye is, um, he's just definitely more comfortable and confident. I know that's weird to say because, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's, it's in a more, Ye more comfortable, confident. Oh. It's, it's in a more uh, like refreshing and kind of like, I shouldn't say comfortable. I say I should say it's more comfortable like on air, I guess, just because like at this point, honestly, if you have like some issue with Kanye, like personally, like you really don't like him. I don't know what to tell with you. If this was five years, four years back, I'd be like, okay, like understandable. But this is who he is at this point. He is radical in just the way he thinks, not in like a very, you know, a bit like in a very bad way but like he's just radical like he will take a thought and just like increase it exponentially so 
um he still has that energy but you know he's able to converse more you know there there have been interviews in the past where it's literally him ranting anti-social yay there's, yeah there's, there's super rant yay yeah yeah and like you know he'll he'll immediately say something that makes everybody smile and then like he'll go back to his serious face like he'll snap back he doesn't do that in this one like he's just very i don't know it's more conversational so it was it was dope to see that um he still said wild shit name dropped like they had to literally have a there name was a drop counter yeah. yeah um and there were like some sentences where like he got five names and it was crazy <laughs> but um he said i was at a <laughs> he said i was at i was uh, sitting Oprah next to dinner I, yeah, next I, to, yeah what, finish it for me i was sitting next to oprah across from steven spielberg at a polo uh ralph Wren party yeah. or some <laughs> shit like that <laughs> Oh Yo, God. classic. I, I think that's where I think that's where the counter started. But um but yeah, man I, is, he's unapologetically him, man. And yep. you know what the thing the thing about Nori and Drink Champs, whether you like it or not, because some people hate it because Nori tends to get drunk and belligerent and ask stupid questions and, and just look like an idiot sometimes. It's the name of the show. I don't know why people are <laughs> yeah, yeah exactly. right. why are you mad? But, yeah. I'd be but, mad if I didn't see a drunk motherfucker mm-hmm. on the podcast. But because Nori's so much of the culture, a be friends with them. these guys yep. on a real personal level mm-hmm. uh it, it disarms them right and so like you get somebody like kanye who will never do a fucking interview going on there talking f- as free as the day he was born because and also another point <laughs> before we move on every episode they'd be like hey you want the ace of spades you want the gold bottle you want the rose when kanye was there they had that brown bottle the on the table waiting. Henny, 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 dog. They knew what they was doing. They was waiting for a new Taylor Swift moment. <laughs> uh, it's uh, they're they're very very calculated. Uh, I mean, what it was the the cliche term that they say? Uh, there's a thin line between genius and and psycho, um, mm-hmm. and, and that is that is Kanye. Um, there's no way that you can say he's not. Regardless of all the crazy shit that he's done, he continues to create and do things different from everybody else. And I mean, everybody else. So I, I, I myself have not watched it yet, which I will. I did watch um, the Cuddy documentary, which I absolutely love to see um, how vulnerable he actually was because he's a very uh, private person. But to hear his story. To, to even like it brought me back to high school because I remember I saw I was at Cuddy's first concert world tour or yeah tour of the states when he performed in uh which at that point in time was the Nokia theater in Times Square it, it was him Asher Roth opened for him uh and Cuddy came out and killed it at, at the end which was phenomenal uh but just to even hear in that documentary I don't know did either of you watch the documentary before I continue the Cuddy documentary? I didn't get I, this. Oh, yeah, ahead. I heard it came out and I thought that it would be on some service that I did not have. So I was just like, damn, I guess I got to wait for, you know, for me to be at somebody's spot to pull it up and watch it. But um, I, I found out it's on Amazon Prime, which I yes. actually have because I have Prime, which I forget Thank very you. often. Um, so, yeah, I will be watching it this weekend good yeah i didn't get to see it yet but i heard there's a lot of emphasis on something that is really like the main reason why i like cuddy like uh you know because he does a lot of songs he makes a lot of choices i don't really fuck with but he literally made it single-handedly almost made it cool to like 
make hip hop music that's talking about feelings. Oh yeah, yeah. They, <laughs> like, they he literally yeah. says at one point in the interview, uh, he says ten years he because he was talking about the the man on the moon. He was like ten years ago we changed the industry and he stopped for a second. He said, "You're fucking welcome," which is he's right. He literally before him people weren't talking about their feelings like that, and he made it cool to people talking feelings. So and he went on to say like now pretty much if you don't have a song on your album in this day and age that is basically talking about your feelings at some point or some singing or something like that. He was like, it don't fly, which if you really kind of break down some of the more recent classic albums, there's, there's all of those components in it. So um, he definitely is a trendsetter. Just, you know, what blew my mind a day and night was out two years before he actually was even signed. Actually, I think it was like, yeah, it was two, two years. And it blew up. It was on the charts before he got signed to good music and all that shit. Um, but yeah, just seeing his whole life story, it's crazy. Seeing how close him and uh, Shia LaBeouf are. Um, it, it, everything about that is really interesting. They actually even had Schoolboy Q on there as one of like the the uh, contributors just talking pretty often. Did they, so. touch on, uh, did they touch on any of Kanye's business practices or any of the, the good music detailing of his deal or anything? No, they just talked to Plain Pat, talked about how he was, you know, working. Plain Pat, what up? Yes, exactly. Him and Emil uh, were <laughs> talking about uh, their, you know, their their interactions with Ye and how he was basically helping Ye and and uh, Cuddy at the same time. But he wasn't focusing on Cuddy's friendship. Uh, and that's that that was around the time Cuddy started down uh, downward spiraling with the coke and, and all that crazy shit. Uh, but, you yeah, know, they Ye was on there himself. Uh, he spoke briefly and, and he did what what Sharon was just talking about is the the awkward yay cut off. Like he said his piece. I shouldn't even call it awkward. Like he was really just kind of done talking. But the way he did it so abruptly was like awkward. Uh, he basically said his piece and he was like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> and that was like it. Then he went to like the next person and, and went from there. But uh, it's definitely good. You definitely get to see some. Uh, some people, there's a lot of Jaden Smith in there. There's a lot of Willow Smith in there. If you don't know their their connection, but uh, yeah, it's a it's a good watch. Um, oh, that's dope. Yo, not to, not to talk too much about you know the uh, the goat, but um, Drink Champs Part Two is actually going to be out tonight at eleven. So when when y'all hearing this, you wait, can wait, go, there's uh, a there's a second part to this. There's now? a second part, yeah. So apparently yeah. Kanye was with the nigga Nori for like three days. Oh, okay. they was kicking it for like three days, bro. Kanye just did a, a takeover of Noriega's life for three days. That's his. That's his thing now, though. Apparently, yeah. like yeah. he his his house is his backpack. I think is yeah. what he says, and yeah. um, he just likes. Uh, yeah, he's on some nomad shit. To be honest, he's really just like he doesn't want to. Well, in the interview, he even talked on the concept of like how that's like a contributor to the whole classism thing that he's so against that he's been talking about for years. But like he was talking about, he was with, uh, I think it was a publicist or somebody and they were like, you need to get a, a new house or whatever. And he's like, I don't want a house. And they said, all that you've done in your life, you need to have a house. And it's like, if you really think about it, all this shit is fucking ass backwards. Steve Jobs had a, uh, his apartment had like two pieces of furniture and you know, like all this shit is extra and not necessary. And uh, I think Kanye's like putting a mirror to people, but they not ready yet, bro. Niggas is just not ready. Well, that that's a whole nother uh, can of worms that we're, we'll open another time. Cause I, hmm. 
that that's something that we could definitely get into for another podcast. Um, so, gentlemen, let's get into our picks before we get into this uh, debacle that is known as Astro. All right. So, Ron, start us off, man. All right. Yeah, I got some. I'm going back to my roots where I have, you know, two picks that I fuck with and then a third little weird one. So first up, we got um, an early look at the Oski or Oski. I don't know how that's Mm -hmm. Oski. Um, Nike SB High Shark in white. This shit cold. I remember they did. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was a low last time they did. Nope. Nope. Nah, black. It's black. it's black. I have them. Mm-hmm. It was a black eye. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, my yeah. memory's just mm-hmm. fucked up. <laughs> um, but yeah, these in white, these go crazy. Yeah, the black was already like. Yeah, they're like, ill. The black, yeah, the black. I don't have to say much about it. Too, like too those, yeah, those were fire when they came out too. But these, I didn't expect to see these come back in white. Um, but yeah, these are definitely going to be something I'm going to try and get for the toe whenever they come out. I don't think they have an official date yet, but, um, moving on to my next pick. Um, this is a Jordan six that I have wanted for a very long time. Um, a couple reasons why I've not been able to get it. Um, one, a brand new pair, which would be from 2000, if I'm not mistaken, before this upcoming retro. Yep. Um, you can't wear a brand new shoe from that year in terms of like Jordans and um, some older Nike retros because um, they will fall apart on you because of the material oxidation. Um, older pairs from around that age, you you have to have some sort of wear or, or like, you know, they have to be used at that point for you to wear them. Um, that glue, get that glue stuck together. Yep, you got to get that glue going on it, bro. So, um. Yeah, that's the well, that's basically the reason why it's been very hard to get a pair that's in good condition and everything. Um, but they are coming back and these are as cold as they were before, in my opinion. Of course, I I always have my gripe about the the icy blue sole, but you know, I'm not gonna get into it. I miss this colorway. Uh these will I'll probably honestly, if I can get a pair, I'm I'm gonna try and double up on these because like yeah, I just need them. And Brandon is now flexing his black Oski Shark um, highs to the camera. He's just, he's got an evil, vicious smirk on his face. Um, but uh, yeah, back to my pick. Uh, the last one is, uh, you know, I feel like Yay at this point, he's just like, man, what can I get them to talk about on For the Love of Hype next week? Because I feel like the past the past two three weeks we've had a very odd Yeezy shoe, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna keep it going because I didn't see any on Brandon's list. I don't think I saw any on Julius's list. I was like, all right. My question right now, mm. and this is directed to you. Did you speak about these before? No, not me. Okay. Because I feel like, I felt like Ju spoke about these before. I don't know why I'm feeling this, but Sharon, continue with these hideous shoes that you're going to talk about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the um, it's the Yeezy 1050 high res. And um, man, oh, man. Um, 
the way I would describe it is, um, I guess it's like a quantum and a, a 750 combined, but you take out that, that like OG 750 strap, right? And then you take the sole and a good part of the midsole too, and you just put like a big orange rubber ducky looking thing on, on the bottom. <laughs> um, and it's got like these weird like grips on the sole too. It's one of the continental soles that they, uh, I, I think they use for like wave runners. Um, but yeah, this thing, the sole is super big and bulky. And then the orange just goes all the way up to the, the top of the lining, basically. And there's a little sliver of, of beige for the zipper. It's a, it's a zip up, by the way. Um, and yeah, it's, um, it's yeah, we something. Don't know if there's, we don't know if there's laces under there or what, right? Yeah, uh, they didn't. I don't think they, yeah, it didn't show. Um, it says, it says, uh, a high the high top pair features orange texture nylon mesh uppers with a beige tongue section uh fitted with a single zipper lacing system so that is the lacing system is a single zipper it's yeah. like those reeboks you know i um i can't get behind these this is rare that i can't get behind some yeezy shit but i will say that at the at the drink champs he had on a black pair and um they do look kind of hard. This looks like a fire ass. Is it a completely black bear? Completely black on black murder. Okay, out. that's that's more acceptable than. Yeah, those are okay. That, that they look, look like, like some Chris shit. That that would be the perfect person to wear those shits for sure. Yeah, yeah, straight up. Um, it was tough. But yeah, those are my picks. Um, the the sharks that are coming out soon. The white ones. The Midnight Sixes, which I'll be trying to procure two pairs. You can, if you're listening and you can help me with that, by all means, reach out. Um, and then these 1050s that are coming out in December. So at a Yeezy Supply near you, you can get these for uh, $400. <laughs> for like 400 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, well, thank you for your list. Now, before Drew gets into his list, he has a... Uh, a shoe that we talked about last week that was on what are those uh and that would be the sulfurs what is the technical name of those sleeping bag duck boots ll bean the knit runner shit? boot before you get there too you disrespectful so knit runner no, boot. I'm a, i i did all my disrespect go back to listen last week what why was this a pick for you before you get into your picks of this week i'm curious to hear because you weren't here to defend them last week no i was not um first of all when it comes down to the uh, the knit runner boot, I first have to say, oh God, no. Okay, I'm gonna relinquish this bomb dropping from him soon. Now, the, the <laughs> you, gotta, why, you gotta edit that out, post. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the reason why I say that is just because um, Yeezy is really doing his best at throwing his hand in the uh, the UGG game, and uh, what? I'm here for it. I want to see. I want to see what all these easy Uggs, all these different easy Uggs look like. And I gotta see these on feet because they look cool. And uh, the upper part gives me like a, a seven fifty vibe. Wait, how much are these? Uh, the sulfurs are at like five, I think. Hold on, five. Right Let me tell you right now. <laughs> Sulfur easy. But yeah, man, like the Uggs crowd 
clearly has been on to something for some time, but they're just like style wise to me. A lot of people will never be able to do that. Um, no matter how comfortable they are. So I feel like he's trying to put in some alternatives, man, for that. So, so, uh, people like us could get in that game. People like who? You know, black folks. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, God damn it, black, black and brown folks. Okay. No, you don't, don't say brown. No. <laughs> black and brown folks. It's not as natural a move throwing on the Uggs. You know, I be seeing black niggas with these man Uggs on and shit, but I can't. I just they're not getting these though. I, I'm I'm still trying to figure out how you correlated this with Ugg and not like LL Bean. Like that would be more of what I'm seeing out of these. Like these don't say comparable to Uggs today. How what where are you they seeing very, that map in there? Because they're very soft and squishy type boot, you know. LL okay. Bean I would uh picture more of like a uh a hard toe or a duck boot type of thing or like you know some protection know. these are boots but somehow they look very cushy inside and outside so i don't know man Cush i really cush is good <laughs> yeah i just gotta see i gotta see him in real life man because like he's just really throwing out all these things that are just like super wild cards you can't really tell from looking at him anything you and also usually notoriously has horrible product shots in my opinion so we're gonna see but i'm fucking with them now you said that about the other ones and you didn't buy them. These are four hundred dollars, by the way. So you copping these two? No, I'm not copping these. The other ones I actually could see myself wearing them. These I just kind of like how they look. Okay. Um, and I these did try. I, I did try for the other ones. Okay. They didn't let me though. Um. So yeah, moving on from that bomb drop that was the uh, Yeezy Knit Runner boot. Yeah, so bomb for- drop was on the factory to blow it up that oh, should never produce them. Yep, continue. <laughs> Next, we got the... Uh, I got I got two from the same collab, I guess you could say. Uh, Vans and Bape got together, and we got a Skate High, as well as a uh, Authentic, the, uh, you know, the classic Vans silhouette Authentic, the low ones that look like a slipper with laces. These joints are both fire as hell. The... the Authentics are like a regular army fatigue, brown, green, black, um, with a big fat Vans midsole like they always have. And then the uh, the skate high is different. The skate high is like a regular skate high. Um, the simple black design, but instead on, on the side panel, it's black bait print instead of just a regular black side. So super dope. Um, like definitely trying to get those skate highs the authentics hand they're cool just wanted to bring attention to it but those skate highs are on my fucking christmas list anybody listening yeah i mean how at me yeah no those skate highs are yeah tough. those are cool they're tough <laughs> i i thoroughly enjoy those that's for sure the authentics aren't bad um but it's just it kind of just looks like just regular camo like you see the the bathing egg logo in it but it just don't look like anything special to be honest yeah because yeah. the, the authentic the shoe itself has so little shoe yeah yeah there's not much to do on on it i'm wondering if yeah. there's anything on the like the the shoe insert or on the like, tongue even yeah yeah that's probably what they'll do more try to get away more because it's less space to cover surface space as you were saying um thank you Drew. 
I appreciate you. Um, my picks no for thinking. this week, uh, starting off, I'm not a designer shoe guy, as I've mentioned on here plenty of times, but there's definitely some from, from time to time that I like. Uh, these John Geigers, um, I'm a huge fan of these. Uh, it's very simplistic to me uh, with the fact. So it's the the 002 uh, low and uh, black marble. Uh, so it's a, a slip on <laughs> shoe. It's no lace. There is a lace going around, but it goes around the heel. It kind of reminds me of like um, the Istvas that I have, uh, which are pretty, pretty, pretty dope. Uh, but I like that the logo is very, very small. Uh, it's really more about the shoe. The neon accent is on the logo, but then they have neon stitching. Uh, the toe box, it kind of has, it's just all black, but it has like this marble type crack through each of it. On the back is this drawstring with a neon uh, uh, buckle on it. Uh, this, the lace around it is white and black. It's kind of, it's houndstooth actually to be exact. Um but yeah, I thought I looked at these and I was just like, yo, this is really, really, really interesting to me uh, because I like shoes that you can just slip on. It doesn't scream, hey, I'm a designer that you have to pay attention to. Right. It's just kind of a subtle shoe. And I feel like I could make this into an everyday uh, kick. Now, the reason why I would make it an everyday kick is because if I bought it, I'd be spending three hundred and twenty dollars. So when you guys hear it, it actually comes out on John Geiger's site. Uh, so if you got $320 to throw around or you want to give somebody the holiday season is around the time, uh, definitely send that uh, somebody's way. Uh, so that's the first pick for this week. Second pick is a dunk. Yes, I'm back to some dunks finally this week. Uh, it's uh, KCDC's uh, Nike Dunk High collaboration. Uh, I already have a pair of dunks but in, in pink, uh, but I love uh, kind of the pink palette pink tones on dunks uh, and these are pretty dope it's also a brooklyn skate shop so anything really new york for me i'm i'm all for uh they're highs so i also am there for it. the uh it's just like a, a pale soft pink uh almost a salmon like on the upper with the the softer pink but the uh the outsole is kind of like really really cool to me um, it looks like gum bottom, but it also looks like it's black as well. Um, the midsole is definitely black and swoosh is black too. Uh, looks like a cool everyday SB. Um, I think this would look really dope, kind of a little beat up a little bit, but it's cool. Uh, I enjoy it. It's supposed to drop, uh, 2021. So we don't have an official launch date for that yet. Uh, which I think we should start since we talk about a lot of these kicks earlier and I'll talk to you guys about it. Uh, we should go back and just talk about release dates on release dates and then just kind of go through it quickly since we already go in depth into it. But tell us what you think about that, guys. Uh, I'd definitely like to hear what you guys are thinking about that. And my last kick, I just so happen to stumble on today, is the Union Air Jordan 2 Gray Fogs. Uh, I've spoken about this many a times. I am not a fan of the twos. Uh, but what Jew said two weeks ago is what you're seeing more and more. And I have nothing but respect for it and respect it that these companies that are doing the collabs are starting to do it on the models that 
nobody really wears and or respects right um now i know there's plenty of people that do respect them just because it's jordan line but let's be realistic that's not a go-to sneaker for most people uh too but these um i have to say this um and this is my opinion i really think union has like done better collabs with jordan than virgil has um just, just my thought. I like the colorways that they do. They always experiment with something different. Um, pretty cool. So this one, the the, uh, the laces are kind of like this uh, soft yellow. Um, the upper is kind of like a shades of, of blue, uh, sea foam green, but it's very, very lighter color, pastel, most like kind of early, like Eastern uh, type colors. Uh, it's got this uh, turquoise uh, on the eyelets. Uh, going behind the the perforated dots on the midsole, uh, or excuse me, the the upper, uh, the midsole is white. Uh, this this is uh, pretty interesting. I'm trying to figure out what it is on the the heel. It looks like uh, you can punch holes through it, but then it also has like a uh, a label on the on the heel as well. Pretty 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 cool to me. The inside the is an actual like maize yellow. Um, pretty cool. I, I, I enjoy these actually these a lot that I wouldn't, I wouldn't lie or deny and say that I didn't want these. This is, this is definitely something worth it to me. Uh, it's coming out in spring 2022. So that makes sense. Spring Easter. Um, and they're $225 if you are lucky enough to have a chance to get them. So that is my list of the week. Gentlemen, if you have anything to say, critique, good go. It is your time. Those KCDCs fire, uh, and the unions, you know, yeah, I'm usually not a fan of twos, and I'm not going to, like, you know, try and get these for the toe, but these are definitely, like, a two that I approve of. These are fire. Okay. Okay. Do you yeah, like I, any of them? I really – I don't fuck with those twos, really, but – um. I missed my chance before to drop a bomb. Shout out to Casey DC. Shout out to Amy Ellington. Uh, Brooklyn, we did it. No, I'm saying. <laughs> but not for real though. Uh, fire ass SB. It's been a while since we had something that feels like the true spirit of SB. Mm-hmm. That feels like that time. You know, that feels like it's somehow related to skateboarding. Um, you know, cause we, I feel like niggas forgot what SB even stand for. Yep. Um, you know, so it's been a while since we had some shit like that. That's the, to me, that shoe is like, it represents some real shit, whether you like it or not, you know? So all the SB niggas need to Google those and look those up if they didn't see them yet. That's, that's definitely was my favorite kick uh, of the week was the, the SBs. As soon as I saw that, I was like, yeah, this is a must have. And I, I'm wondering if they're going to do what they've done. So at first uh, I didn't like this process, but I absolutely enjoy it now that they are going back to just releasing SBs at skate shops. And that's the only place you can get right. them, um, which is what it's supposed to be for. So if you're upset seeing people skating in SBs, um, that's what, the SB stands for idiot. yeah that's what the <laughs> SB stands for um so if you don't like it i mean that's your prerogative but if you don't like, so if, if you get mad at somebody skating in a pair of SBs then you are the problem, the problem. yep absolutely <laughs> absolutely you are the reason why this whole game is upside down and fucked up mm-hmm. well i mean 
perfect segue because there's a, a major problem going on right now. And it's a person that has a pair of SBs himself uh, as he's collaborated and had some of the biggest collabs and is one of the biggest artists in the world. Uh, and that would be Travis Scott. Um, so when when Jew and I were talking about Astroworld, we were talking about the releases and and Jew said mentioned that, you know, he doesn't go backwards with his releases. He only goes forward. So those Air Max ones were supposed to be coming out. Uh, during Astroworld, there was supposed to be a couple other drops. Union was there. Uh, a bunch of different uh, sneaker and streetwear brands were actually there. Uh, but that didn't happen. Uh, and the reason that didn't happen is there has been a lot of drama slash controversy surrounding Astroworld because Astroworld was canceled. Uh, it was canceled due to now nine people dying. Uh, it was originally eight but now is up to nine people dying. Um, there has been a whirlwind of stories. And the first thing that I saw that absolutely pissed me off is I think it was, uh, I don't want to say, I don't want to say the, the wrong media outlet. So let's just put it this way. A prominent media outlet. Uh, the first thing they posted was Kylie Jenner is okay. She was not hurt in the actual tragedy. Fuck Kylie Jenner. Ain't nobody, nobody was worried about what Kylie Jenner was doing in that situation. All right. Kylie got four, six foot, six niggas around her. Exactly. 300 And she was on, she was backstage. (laughs) Like she's not anywhere near this. No shit. She wasn't hurt. Thank you. Thank you. Idiots. Um, But there was eight people at that point in time that passed. uh, And now there's nine. Uh, so with that being said, uh, I'm number one. I'm, I want to say I'm shocked that something like this has happened, but I'm not. And what I'm not going to do, because what people have been doing left and right is dragging Travis Scott and saying that he was staring at these people and doing this. And there's videos from certain angles that do not make him look good at all. Right. But you also have to think of this this man is performing in front of 50,000 people five zero 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 fifty thousand people all right he's seen plenty of people at plenty of his shows pass out and he's literally stopped the concert on several occasions to get people that have passed out out of the crowd this man is now performing in front of 50,000 people in his hometown and people are dying. Now, one of the security guards that I uh, read the story about yeah. said that he literally quit on that day. I did it there. Hometown and, and, and he quit on that day because he heard on rumblings on the internet that kids were going to rush the stage when Travis came on. And they were going to all push. And it was, it was circling online. And this is what he said he saw. And there was also a, as we talked about earlier, a ticker. There was a countdown of showing when Travis was coming to stage, coming to the stage. Now, this young lady who survived was went to the, the Travis Scott stage, the main stage at 6.30 p.m. I guess he wasn't due to come on until like 8, 8 or 9. And she's there with her boyfriend. All of a sudden, like any concert, people push up when the, the main person's on the stage or whoever the headliner is. She said, but it got increasingly worse because the crowd started pushing up even more to the fact that she could barely breathe. So she had to leave. Uh, Watching videos of a young lady climb up the tower where the cameraman was. 
literally yelling at the cameraman, there's somebody dead down here. The cameraman is telling her to get off, which I'm to defend him and not defend him. Imagine how many times this cameraman has probably seen somebody climb up there and try to do some crazy shit, right? But if people are telling you somebody's dead down there, which I'm sure the cameraman has never heard before in his life, I, I, it's, it's a little bit different. Now, also at the same time, he looks bad, but you also have to remember 50,000 fans. And if you've never been to a Travis Scott concert, they're all raging. And I mean, it's, it's a shit show. Uh, and before this, in the best kind of way, watch the video of EMTs trying to go through the crowd and try to help somebody. These young idiots jumping on top of the golf cart, standing on it, singing on it, rocking it, doing all the shit that they're doing, right? So there is certain, what Sharon talked about last week, there is certain festival etiquette. When there's an EMT coming through, you move the fuck out the way. When people are passed out in the crowd, you give space to get that person out of the crowd. I understand you paid your money and you're there to see people and do what you have to do, but you move the fuck out the way to let these people go. This is not what happened. You also have to remember the crowd that Travis has. It's a bunch of kids that are ready to rage. They're hmm. young kids that don't understand the etiquette of a festival. They're just there to have a great time, right? Now, what I was I was told, which I didn't know anything about uh, until recently, is that apparently they're saying that somebody was going around, which could potentially have caused this push or this condensing towards the front of the, the stage that somebody was going around poking people with needles that had drugs in it to the point that one of, one of the EMTs reached over and was trying to move somebody away and felt a poke and then all of a sudden passed out. They had to give him, uh, what is it, Narcan, which basically helps people for overdoses to get him back. Apparently, 11 people were treated with that. Narcan, excuse me. Uh, 11 people were treated with that. And then also on top of that, uh, they're now saying that they're doing an investiga investigation with uh, the narcotics or the narcs in, in actual Houston. So said a lot of shit here. Right. Travis has already been removed from Fortnite. People are canceling him left and right. Uh, I, I need to hear your guys thoughts and things that you may have heard that I haven't heard. Uh, man, to talk about this, man. I got some shit to say, yo. So, first of all, leave the cameraman alone. That nigga job is to do one thing, and I know damn well if my life need to be saved, don't nobody please, don't nobody go get a cameraman because he ain't gonna know how to fucking save me, nigga. All right. Secondly, Travis Scott to Travis, and to all the people that's mad at Travis Scott, like there's two sides to this, right? Could uh, could security have been better? Yes. Could the medical shit have been better? Yes. But also, like you said, he's up there performing in front of 50,000 people. Uh, and eight people got were in harm's way because of a couple choices that now you have to keep in mind could fall on this man because of he broke the golden rule, which is never throw the show. Every artist, no, never throw the show. You just let somebody else throw the show. Just come and get paid and kill the show. But, you Explain know. Explain to the people what that means, Drew. I mean, it just sucks. You throw the show and you got to spend money. You got to put money down. All the risk is on you. And, you know, it's it's a greater risk, greater reward situation. But it's like, fuck that. It's not worth the reward. Just like let other niggas throw the show. Because 
Niggas couldn't sue him otherwise. But this is Astro World. This is Travis Scott baby, right? So, you know, that's the only reason why I kind of understand why everybody's gonna go and really gang up on the nigga and lawsuits and this and that, because he broke the golden rule. But aside from that, he's just an artist. Travis Scott is not uh fucking uh Travis Scott is far from any kind of a medical professional. Travis Scott is not any kind of, uh, you know, authority on these things. So, like, we definitely need to back off of that man a little something right now. Like, it's just not it's just a little over the top how the cancel parade is coming for him with the pitchforks. And, uh, you know, nah, leave that man alone. He should be issuing statements. He should be apologizing. He should be sorry. Right. But he shouldn't be canceled. He shouldn't have his life ruined and all this. Like, this is a tragedy, but this isn't a malicious uh, instance, you know? And I feel like we about to go at him with the pitchforks like it was malicious. Uh, no, he's just a he's just a dude who threw a big event and some fucked up shit happened. This could have happened at Katy Perry show. This could have happened at Miley Cyrus show. You know, let's not make it the, the Travis Scott debacle when some shit happens that really does happen elsewhere all the time. I'm not saying people always dying at concerts, but this is not like the first time in history we've seen this. I mean, EDC, there's somebody that dies at EDC every fucking year off of a Molly uh, ecstasy overdose because people don't hydrate right. and do other shit. So it's not like you said, but it's this not nigga, the first time somebody's done it, but people are looking at it from the perspective of, well, Travis, he's he encourages the people to, to rage and shit like that. Yeah. So, so what you ever what? heard of rock and roll Exa- exactly. that for 40 exactly. years. Nigga. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. It's, it's always different. There's always a different motive type shit. And I'm not, I'm not here for it. Uh, Ron, what do you think, man? What do you, what do you got going with this? Um. Yeah. First of all, um, prayers and condolences out to the families and friends of those nine people that passed away um yeah the whole thing like hearing about it um first off like i was filled in more like brandon actually gave more insight to the whole situation um like i heard like you know the i heard about the deaths and everything but i didn't really hear like much detail outside of that um but yeah i think it's it's crazy that it to hear about it happen and then hear all the details but then also to see like the whole reaction um it's really like it's a whole it's the whole environment i guess or like the whole um it's a it's an environment thing in my opinion because one it's there's responsibility there's blame on every on multiple people here it's not just travis like we were saying before um and yes there's blame on travis obviously um you know he could have been a bit better but at the same time you know i don't know what it's like performing in front of that in front of fifty thousand people um having been used to seeing people do crazy shit at my shows either um and to you know see somebody like passed out going through the crowd like yeah, I don't I don't know how I'd react. So I can't like, you know, say like, you know, what was he thinking? It was like I can't even comprehend what he was thinking. Um the event planners, um, which is I think uh 
Live Nation. If I, I think I've read something about that, where it's like Live Nation was the company that um helped organize the event, and apparently they've for the past couple of years they actually haven't been that great with events. There have been a couple of past events, um, if I'm not mistaken, maybe one or two where there have been deaths, um, definitely injuries. Um, so there's some responsibility there that needs to be addressed. Um, and then, in my honest opinion, also just like the audience or like the fans, like, yeah, nine people lost their lives. But do you think the other, you know, 30 to 40,000, you know, 50,000 people if they acted a bit more accordingly or like, you know, didn't, you know, act wild just because a performer says to, um, do you think this whole situation could have been a bit better? In my opinion, I think so. And I think, you know, as much as Travis Scott is all about raging and like, that's the energy he puts forth and everything. It's just like, you don't have to give into it that much. You like what what do you gain out of it at the end of the day? I get it's a good time and everything, but with that level and that, you know, like aggressiveness, it's like it's too extreme. Um Bill, so, I, yeah. I do have to say, not not to cut you off, Ron, but there's been little to no light shed on the amount of like there's so many videos um of different angles of this man stopping the show. And uh, saying, like, hey, what's going on over there? Is she all right? Uh, get her, you know, doing what's what would be necessary, what people are claiming that he didn't do. Um, but, you know, that doesn't go viral. And he's only one man. You know, he did do he did put forth some effort as the guy up there center stage. But like, what the fuck is he supposed to do, man? More than right. he actually did. But all I could do is share the video of him checking on people. It's just so, so so my little bit of followers could see, like, you know, the nigga did something. Because it's not going to be on TV. And nobody's going to share that shit. It's not going to go viral. But he was trying. Yeah, I, I, Right. It's not like he did absolutely nothing at all, either. It's like he showed that he put, like, he did something at the very least. People are kind of painting it out to be that, like, he did absolutely nothing. And now he needs to be canceled. This whole cancel thing, I feel like we talked like, I feel like everybody is just like a cancel bit. Culture is bullshit. Yeah, it's just it's just way too much at this point, <laughs> and it's like it doesn't. How do we how do we go from such a horrific event and immediately go to something that is like, in because my opinion, it's like it's such ill intent at that point. Everybody nowadays has their their opinion, right? Not saying nobody never had opinion until nowadays, right? Everybody has their own two cents. But now that we have social media and these and the internet that reaches everywhere you want to in seconds, people have an opinion and say whatever they want to say because nobody's held fucking accountable for the words that they use. So right, well, you've never seen everybody on. always had an opinion. Now everybody has a platform. Yes, for sure, for sure. It now, now what, what we're seeing is you mentioned it, Ron, you mentioned it, I mentioned it, is I've seen numerous concerts that Travis Scott has put on and has watched people literally pass out and literally stop the show over and over and over again to get people out of the crowd so they are out there safely. So now people actually pass away, and now Travis Scott is supposed to be an EMT, he's supposed to be security, he's supposed to be police. He's supposed to be the feds, uh, Marines, all that shit. Happy Veterans Superman, Day. Uh, um, Hancock. All, all that stuff, right? 
He's supposed to be everything. Exactly. Superman, Batman, Iron Man, whatever man you want him to be. He's supposed to be all that shit in one and still put on a show for 50,000 people and and just completely do everything perfectly. First off, do you think Travis wanted people to die at his show? No. Now I'm seeing people show uh, these pictures of how Astroworld has the mouth, right? And they're comparing it to the other like demonic things of consuming the souls. It's like, oh, so now you're the same people that was rocking with Travis and you sing in sicko mode. But now that shit like this happens, now he's a demon. Now he's Satan. Now he's all this shit. Man, suck my dick. I think, yeah, and that's why... um... That's why I said, like, I don't know what he's thinking, because, um, like, for the people out there, like, in general, and, like, and this isn't, yes, it's for the people that want to cancel him and everything, but just in general, I feel like sometimes we got to think this way. It's, like, one, in that, like, what, like, what would you have done? Like, in my honest opinion, is, like, uh, to the question a lot of people out there is, like, what more would you have done? What could you have done? And would you have, like, honestly, would you have done better than him in that situation that's the first question and then secondly is like regardless of what outcome it has would you want this same type of cancellation that he's getting on you for this situation but that you're in that those are the questions i just want to like put out there in general for people to like think about because it's like at the end of the day people don't realize that like this is still another human being on the receiving end of this it's like regardless of what status it is it's like this definitely has to affect them in some way yeah so yes i uh i think we can continue to go on and on and on about this but moral of this is to those that did lose their lives uh just to go and enjoy themselves uh you know we we hope you rest in paradise uh, for your families are praying for them. Uh, I'm praying for Travis because I'm sure this is not weighing well on him with the whole weight of the world on his shoulders right now, staring at him. Um, I, I, I pray for those that were injured that weren't even, you know, killed. Um, so yeah, just shout out to y'all. People just do better. That's, that's all I ask of you guys. Um, on that note, this has been another episode of For the Love of Hype. We love y'all. Peace. Peace. Peace.